On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. New International Version. Anyone can come. Let's take Christ's words at the end of the Jewish festival of booths, or tabernacles, at face value. Jesus said that if anyone is thirsty, they could come to him and drink. This is an unconditional statement with no caveats, qualifications, or fine print to it. Jesus did not say if anyone is spiritual enough or strong enough or committed enough that then they could come to him. The only qualifications one must have in coming to Jesus is to be needy. To be thirsty and want a drink is it, period. No interviews. No jumping through any hoops. No red tape. No having to go through one of the disciples to get to Jesus. No obstacles whatsoever. Sheer need and want gets anybody an audience with Jesus. Thirsty is Christ's simple metaphor for need. Whenever we long to have our needs met, there is always the opportunity and possibility of going to Jesus. And we know that all of us are thirsty because every single person has needs that aren't getting met. These important and vital words of Jesus to us encourages us to admit and say to Him, I need you, Lord. And what is the Lord's response to such a humble expression of need? Please come here to me and drink till you are full. No judgment. No condemnation. No big size. No snarky comments. No disappointed looks. Our confession of need accesses divine compassion and help. Who will help? Anyone can receive help through the Helper. The Holy Spirit will help. Christ ascended and gave us the Spirit. On this day before the Christian celebration of Pentecost, we are reminded that Jesus delivered on His promise to give help. There is no better assistance in all the world than having a permanent live-in guide, helper, and advocate who is continually alongside us, even in us. Ask. Seek. Knock. That's it. We have a popular commercial figure in my city, a lawyer, whose one-liner is, one call. That's all. And help will come. All we need do is express our needs and wants. And yet, that is so awfully hard for so many people. It seems weak or selfish to come right out and say what we need and what we want. Yet, if we are to embrace any sort of Christian discipleship, straightforward asking will be involved. Believers simply can state their needs to be breathed on by the Spirit and have their thirst satiated. If we make it more complicated than that, we lose the incredible simplicity of the Gospel, that it is good news for needy people. Yet, we sometimes make it complicated by not coming out and saying what we need. Why do we do that? Why don't we come? For many people, they have never been given permission to do so. They were never encouraged to express their needs and wants. However, it is perfectly acceptable to state what you want, and what you really need. Ask for what you want, and you may be surprised at how often you get it. The lack of asking goes much deeper than this. Our fear of vulnerability and being judged by God, and others, prohibits us from asking for what we really want. We must come to the point of seeing that vulnerability is crucial to having our needs met. Only through being open enough to share what you need will relational connection happen. A relationship with Jesus is based on such humility and vulnerability. Without it, there is no relationship. We also might be afraid of not getting what we ask for, so we don't ask, at all. Or, conversely, we may be afraid of receiving our asking. On some level, it's more comfortable to stay in a familiar situation. We think we want something different, but we're worried about the downside of getting it. We fret and wonder about it, not trusting ourselves. So, we become paralyzed, unable to say what we really want or need. All of this comes down to our own image of self. It's as if we don't believe we deserve to be treated well. 
but the reality is, this isn't about whether you deserve to have something, it's about your needing or wanting it. Plain and simple. There's no shame being in one or need. Some people are so used to putting others first and meeting another's need that they become stymied by their own inability to state what they need. So, they try and feel better by meeting everyone else's need. And when they become bitter about being emotionally depleted, when they are thirsty for someone to meet their needs, they don't ask for help. Because they feel they can. Anyone can ask, seek, knock. You can and you must. Jesus says so. We don't always get what we want in life. But we won't get it if we don't ask. It's good to focus on what you want or need in life, instead of questioning whether you're worthy to receive it. Jesus said. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Matthew 7 7-8, NLT. So, what are you waiting for?